This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, well, folks, if you use Facebook, you might want to pay attention. Who isn't uh, using Facebook, by the way? Two billion users worldwide. And it seems that the latest salvo is that attackers stole Facebook access tokens through its view as feature, and they could then take over people's accounts. This is a security breach affecting, as I say, 50 million users, and Facebook recently admitted to as much. It's a setback for them, as you know. Uh, Zuckerberg's had to explain various uh, indiscretions or improprieties with his operation. And so it makes me wonder whether or not uh, there is ever anything that could protect your privacy and would be truly impregnable. And do we need more laws to uh, secure your data and information? Let's find out. Joining us on the line is our friend Anne Kavukian. She was formerly the Privacy Commissioner here in the province of Ontario. Anne, it's good to have you on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Many thanks, John. Always a pleasure. So what do you make of this latest breach from Facebook? I mean, uh, it just seems like every other week we're talking to you about some kind of breach or other. I mean, really, Facebook, which has a gazillion people on staff, they can't devote a few more people to employing strong security measures in this day and age of massive daily attacks. That's what is appalling to me. I mean, how hard can it be to secure the data? I'm not suggesting there aren't attacks every day, but that's why you have staff. That's why you have security measures. And a company like Facebook should easily be able to have a Trojan number of people protecting their data. And so uh, if they won't do it, do you think there ought to be certain laws enacted that ensure this, or would that actually compromise uh, personal privacy? That doesn't shouldn't have to compromise privacy. But what I would prefer is that they follow, you know, privacy by design, which is of course something I developed many years ago. It's now been included in the new EU law, the GDPR. But what it says is we automatically protect your privacy. You don't have to ask for it. You don't have to find the opt out box that says please protect my privacy. It's privacy as the default setting, meaning you automatically will protect your data, and it will only go to the people that you want to share it with. It has to be like that. You know, they say they don't know who's behind the attack or where they're based or if any of the information or data has been misused. Doesn't really shoot us full of confidence, does it? You know it's going to be misused. I mean, they can assume your identity. They can act like you, act corresponding with your Facebook friends and others. I mean, we'll never know. And what's worse is that Facebook has told um, 90 million users that they've been logged out now and they're going to have to log in again. Mm -hmm. They have to reset their logins. I mean, it just, it doesn't stop. So I don't understand, given how much trouble Facebook got into with the whole Cambridge Analytica fiasco, I think that was 87 million people whose information was compromised. Wouldn't you get serious about it after that? That's what's appalling to me. Well, yeah, and then there was a scandal of the fake political ads, which yes. <laughs> also, again, something for which Zuckerberg had to answer. You know, I'm kind of curious about that, uh, maybe to pivot to that notion that some of these tech giants, you know, uh, whether it's Google or Facebook or Twitter, uh, yeah. there is a notion now in some quarters, 
primarily in conservative circles stateside, that these tech giants are manipulating through algorithms information, uh, you know, as they prioritize it. Yeah. They're sort of skewing how information gets disseminated, and it has uh, a left-wing slant to it. Do you think that's a, a an insidious yeah. kind of thing? Well, it's entirely possible, because how would we know? There's no independent body examining what they're doing, and that's what you need. Also, the companies you mentioned, Google, Facebook, etc., they're lobbying the government to weaken. They're developing, the U.S. is trying to develop a national privacy law. And they were going to start with the California model, which is a quite a strong law. And they're now they're trying to weaken that so that nationally the law will be even weaker. And, you know, it'll, it'll be a joke if they don't take it seriously. Well, do you think they should have that much power? Uh, because, again, further to this idea that because they really do uh, sit in control like the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain yeah. and can manipulate uh, messaging through algorithms. Yes. Some people are suggesting they ought to be broken up like AT&T was or, you know, Standard Oil back at the turn of the last century. They're too big now and should not wield that kind of inordinate power. What do you say? It's entirely possible. It's a model that we can view historically that has had those kind of implications, powers that were never expected. And what's worse is the users don't know this. See, my hope is, and, and this is already happening, apparently a lot of millennials and, and younger folks like Generation Z, they're dropping out of Facebook and using other um, social media. So if Facebook is serious, they've got to step up and do a far better job of protecting both privacy and security of their users. Is it possible to affect a more competitive field in this regard, or have they vacuumed up anybody who presents a challenge to them? Well, there are other social media. Uh, they're just starting, though. And I've heard from a number of them, and they're going to be very privacy protective, and you will get to decide who sees what. So they're starting. But this is just really a big, big operation, Facebook. But, you know, never say never. Never say it's too big to fail. You know, MySpace, which existed when Facebook first came into operation, they were huge and, and no longer. So keep our eyes on this. And if you don't like what they're doing, leave. There are other options out there. You just have to check them out. All right. Well, I hope there's not too uh, too much negative consequence to the 50 million users whose accounts oh, have been hacked. <laughs> I agree. Horrible. <laughs> you know, oh. brace yourself. I'm I'm sure we're bound to talk again within a fortnight over another <laughs> hack or a security breach. That's I, I always love talking to you, John, but I hope we don't on this subject. <laughs> well, yeah, it's all too frequent, and it's always a delight. You have a good night, and I, uh, I appreciate your time this afternoon here on the Oakley Show. Many thanks, John. Always a pleasure. Bye. Ann Kavukian, formerly headed up the, uh, well, she was a privacy commissioner in the province of Ontario.